Hi friends, thanks for taking time to listen to this first episode of Horse Smart at Coach Central. This is where you'll come to find information to build a strong horsemanship foundation as well as support your competitive dreams. I'm your host, Brenda Robson, a licensed and certified Western competition coach with Equestrian Canada. Hey, let's get started. I'm wondering if you had a chance to read the December 2019 issue of The Rider. In it on page 3 was a small article titled Ontario Equestrian Coach Support. If you're not a coach or an instructor of beginners, you might have just breezed by that article thinking it wasn't relevant for you. I'm going to talk to you about why I believe it is important and relevant for every horse owner in Canada. First of all, the two articles I've read have been targeted to coaches. So the information there is really about why it's good for them to get licensed. However, who is going to police that? How will they really um, uphold that mandate and require that all coaches be licensed and certified? Well, I really believe it's the educated consumer that's our best customer, and that's you. And you are going to be the ones who are informed about what to look for in a coach, what licensing means, what's involved in certification, and then you're going to select uh, the people that you hire based on that criteria. So first off, let's talk about the licensing. That's an entry level for coaches that are certified under another program, such as Pony Club or CHA. It's going to be helpful for inactive coaches to reactivate their status by updating their professional development, and it'll give a good foundation for aspiring coaches. There's online courses. They're offering them, I believe they're free, some of them, and one will be on concussions and the other one on safe sports for our industry. A St. John's Ambulance Certificate as well as a police record check are also required. And all that information for the license application is available at Equestrian Canada on um, the internet. There's a quote in this one article uh, by EC President Meg Kruger. And I quote, Society is changing. Mindsets and expectations have shifted considerably over the past decade. Current and future horse enthusiasts come to Equestrian with the expectation that the sport will provide a unique, respectful, safe, and inclusive experience. If we fail to meet this expectation, we will fail to attract and retain Equestrians. Unquote. Okay, that's great. So they've taken care of that, building a nice foundation of social justice. But the bigger part of being certified is the second thing I want to talk about, and that is the Learn to Ride program. For both the English and Western disciplines, it's very well laid out, very progressive and uh, safe and a good right way. It's not the only right way, but it's a good, safe, teachable right way. And anybody who is following that program is on a, a strong pathway to achievement for sure. Now that you have an idea of what licensing involves, 
I want to expand a little bit on the certification process because there may be people listening who are thinking certification is for them and they want to get started at it. So you no longer have to test every level. If you're already a competent rider, you do need to learn the language of the program and the progression of the work. You have to be able to write a test on the theory. You can actually challenge at level four and try to pass that test. But remember, the test at level four covers all of the material from level one up to level four. Then you can do the basic training component as well. Once those two uh, certificates are achieved, then you will sign up for an assessment at OE. And when there are a number of candidates available, they will set up the assessment. And that is where your competency in your teaching, your lesson planning, your writing skills will all be assessed by a course conductor. For you uh, consumers in our industry there, now you have an idea of how much your coach has put into becoming certified and licensed. And I think that you can see that that's of great value to you when you're looking for instruction in equestrian sports. I will also say that anybody looking to become certified needs to be under the instruction of a certified coach already because that certified comp coach can actually do the testing of rider level four and the basic training component. And here at Windhurst Riding and Training Center, you can also be eligible for a tuition tax credit. So that's quite a um, nice benefit if you have to spend some time in instruction that um, you can have a tax benefit from that tuition. Now I'm excited about getting into the content of the rider levels. Today I'm going to just say these are the topics in rider level one and in the next episode we'll dig into the details and how you can apply them to your horsemanship and your riding skills. A lot of these things you may already do if you're involved with horses or you're in a lesson program. I want you to consider that there might be pointers that you can apply to your interaction with your horse and make your whole experience better. So the topics covered in Rider Level 1 will be handling and tying, leading and grooming, hoof care, saddling, bridling and unsaddling and bridling, mounting and dismounting, rider position, as well as the basic aids for getting the three gates and the rein positions that you'll use when you're um, riding the ring figures. The overall idea about rider level one is to see you riding safe and in control. And that's what we all want, is to be safe and in control so that we get the maximum enjoyment from our horse experiences. Thanks again for listening to this first episode of Horse Smart at Coach Central. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and that you'll find the tips and ideas useful. Don't forget to subscribe and leave me a review. Tell me what you're thinking and what you would like to hear on coming episodes. So until next time, enjoy your horse and ride safe. <laughs>